Hello, I am Luke Borland, and you're listening to Season 2 of Colorado State University History Department's podcast, The Land Grant Chronicle. Written and recorded by the students in the History of Outdoor Recreation class, this season explores the crisis of outdoor recreation in the United States. This episode tells the story of photographic culture and American tourism. Tunnel View in Yosemite, the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone, and the South Rim of the Grand Canyon are all undoubtedly some of the most magnificent places on this earth. In addition to their magnificence, they're also some of the most photographed places in the United States. These three locations are more akin to a city park than a national park in that they are inundated with hobbyists, professional photographers, and everything in between who are all trying to capture the same picture that has been taken countless times throughout photographic history. While photography has shaped how we view and perceive national parks and the world, it has also led to much of the overcrowding in our national parks and even deaths. Why must everyone have their own version of these famous pictures? Since the beginning of the national parks, magazines, newspapers, and various other forms of media have been published in order for people to be able to see the parks while not actually being in the parks. In addition to this, Guidebooks and other forms of literature are printed to teach visitors how to look at the landscape more photographically. But this still doesn't answer the question. Why are these pictures so sought after in the first place? John Yuri, in his book, The Tourist's Gaze, answers this question simply. It is so tourists can demonstrate, quote, that they have been there by showing off their version of the images that they had seen before they set off. Or, simply said by Instagrammers, or it didn't happen. I believe that it is within human nature to emulate those legends that have come before us, and this comes in many walks of life. For the athlete, it is the point of the wiffle ball bat pretending to be Babe Ruth calling his famous shot, or twirling their driver like Tiger Woods, or spiking the football like Robert Gronkowski. For the travel enthusiast or photographer, it is attempting to emulate Ansel Adams or Steve McMurray's Afghan girl. This leads us directly into the current crisis of outdoor recreation. Take Ansel Adams' landscapes, for example. One of his most famous landscape pictures is of Yosemite Valley from Tunnel View. Tunnel View is immediately accessible off of Yosemite's main road, leading every tourist that passes by to try and emulate Adams. In the height of tourist season, that can be 7,000 people a day. 7,000 people all taking the same picture of Tunnel View. Logistically, this is a nightmare. It clogs up main roads that leads further into the park. If you take all the famous photographs Adams has taken, that's a lot of clogged pull-offs of tourists taking the same picture. And this is not just localized to Yosemite, as the story is the same at Grand Prismatic in Yellowstone, and multiple stops along going to the Sun Road and Glacier, and all over the south rim of the Grand Canyon. Undoubtedly, these pictures are beautiful, but are they worth dying for? The Arizona Daily Sun reported in 2015 that 55 people have fallen in the process of taking a picture at the Grand Canyon. Or, as Kirby Lynn Shadlowski, a park spokesperson, says, about two to three people a year. Unfortunately, this also plays into the crisis of outdoor recreation. The overcrowding leads to people who are not experienced in the outdoors overstepping their limits and having to be reminded by rangers, remember, this isn't Disneyland. The difficult thing about this photographic problem 
is that it is so deeply rooted into our culture of American tourism and the world. As Emily Greenwalk says in her book on the history of photography and sightseeing at Yellowstone, quote, the impulse to take a photograph that looks like those encountered before has not changed much in the last century. To look at it in another light, maybe this overcrowding isn't an issue that can be solved, and that's okay. People need purpose, and if that purpose is photography, maybe the issue of overcrowding is an issue we have to live with. Because, as Adams himself said, no man has the right to dictate what other men should perceive, create, or produce, but all should be encouraged to reveal themselves, their perceptions and emotions, and to build confidence in the creative spirit.